Hey, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum. Today, I've got with me Mr. Danny Stock, who is an up-and-coming rock star in the My Silent Team community. And we just wrapped up CES a little over a month ago as we're having this conversation. And man, he just came in and brought the goods. He was on stage and people just loved his message, loved his heart. He's a giving dude with a beautiful family and uh, lives in Southern Illinois, not too far from us, not too far from where we're going to be building a couple hours south where we're going to be building our new headquarters soon, which is pretty cool. So I'm excited to get Danny on the line with us today. Today, we're going to talk about retail arbitrage and online arbitrage, the simple act of buying stuff cheap off the store shelf or online and flipping it for a profit on Amazon. And you'll hear the rumors. I've been hearing them for 15 years. Like, oh, retail arbitrage is dead. It's dying. No one's out there doing it. We've got people in our community. Just a few episodes ago, we had Tim and Julie. They got a million dollar business, all retail arbitrage. Now, Danny will tell you the same thing that I'm going to tell you right now. And I'll get him on the line here in a second. But you don't necessarily want to put all your eggs in that basket. But please don't ignore retail arbitrage. It is a huge opportunity. And as we're talking, if, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're, if you're listening to this episode, like you should be staying up to date, you've still got time to jump into provenq4plan.com, which Danny is heading up the charge on the content along with Ryan Rieger and some great rock stars from our team that are delivering some powerful fourth quarter content on how you can jump in. It's a great time of year to do that. But hey, Danny, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you for a second. Uh, introduce the listeners to, to you, to your family just a little bit more. And, and let's have some fun educating and getting to know you a little bit better today too. Appreciate that, Jim. It's an honor to be here. And it's good to talk to all of you out there. You know, as uh, Jim said, I, I like to do arbitrage. We're heading up the Proving Q4 plan. It's been going great over there. As Jim said, retail arbitrage is certainly not dead. As I mentioned, as long as there are at least two retailers that exist. There always be price discrepancies between the two, opportunities to buy and sell. But that's never going to be the case. There's always going to be hundreds, dozens of retailers across the U.S. that you can buy products from and sell, not just on Amazon, but eBay, Mercari, uh, all these uh, Walmarts up and coming, Jet, all these different websites you can sell on, not just uh, on Amazon. We always talk about Amazon, but I think uh, over time, you know, we have to be open-minded and realize that, you know, Amazon's not always going to be the place to go to sell for retail arbitrage. It may become Walmart and it could be uh, some new egg. You know, there are all these up and coming e-commerce sites that uh, are starting to build out similar platforms like Amazon fulfilled by new egg is a perfect example. They have their own fulfillment program. So yeah, retail arbitrage is a great business and that's how I got started. And just a little bit of background. I know a lot of you have heard this before, but when I got started retail arbitrage, it was out of necessity. We got into a real financial bind, my wife and I. We uh, shortly after we married, we had our first daughter. She was born uh, three months early, and we were in a real financial, <laughs> a lot of stress at that point. My wife lost her job. We had most of our medical bills were covered, but there were still a lot of medical bills to be handled. And you know, we just I had to do things like coupon scrape by. A lot of times I found myself with no money at the gas station when I was like, okay, all my cards are maxed out. I'm overdraft on my checking account. I was literally digging change out of the truck to pay for a couple of gallons of gas, whatever I could do. How, so how long ago was this, man? That was not long ago. That was about five years ago, four and a half to five years ago. Uh, there's about a six month stretch there where we just 
it was really bad. And we had just bought a house and um, it was a repo. So I had to fix it up. So it's not like I could just dump the house because uh, it was in total disarray. So we had all that. We were planning on remodeling it, fixing it up. So we kept finding ourselves uh, always at a deficit every month. And I found on a couponing website, someone talked about Amazon buying stuff that was 70% off at Target, selling on Amazon. It was already a kind of a old school eBay sellers. Been doing that since 2001, but not in a big way. There was never the volume there to like say, I'm going to do this full time. So I was working in the contracting business with my family and started doing this Amazon thing. I couldn't, I was blown away by the amount of volume. Anything I was sending would sell. And if I made a profit on it, that was another story because back then they didn't have the Amazon seller app. And so I was, I didn't really understand the FBA fees and all that stuff. So as I've told people in the past, I've owed Amazon money in the first couple of times when I said stuff. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people so, start out that way. You'll make a few, make a few mistakes and end up uh, upside did. down uh, if you don't know what you're doing. Right. The game's gotten, it's gotten a little easier in some ways and a little harder in some ways too. So, right. but, but yeah, keep your story rocking, man. So about four or five months into this Amazon thing, we, we were doing so well that, uh, and mind you, I only started with $800 and that's not money I had laying around. I had to put it on a credit card and which was kind of scary. But you know, when you get to that point and you already have $10,000 on a credit card, you're like, well, what's another 800 bucks? Let's give it a shot. So maybe, maybe to some people that makes you cringe, but I was always a risk taker and you know, I'm, my wife was always, well, what is Danny up to next? You know, <laughs> so nothing had seemed to work out. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, we got to get ourselves out of this jam. And really, I give all the credit to, to God because I paid, prayed a very bold, intentional, very specific prayer. And I said, I asked God to get me out of this jam. And I, I want to be in a position in my life where I could take care of my parents. I've always wanted to be in that position. They always went into debt. I have three brothers, so they're four boys, uh, no sisters, and they always went into debt, so we didn't have to. They pay for our college, uh, you know, the army paid for my college, uh, you know, a couple of years. But my parents always went into debt, so we didn't have to. They didn't really get to save a lot of money, so I wanted to be in a position where, you know, if they wanted to retire, I could be there for them, help them out. So, and a short time after that, uh, you know, I found this Amazon uh, business, and you know. Probably about six months into the Amazon business, I never had so much money in my checking account. It was getting to the point where there was no possible way I could spend as much money as coming in. There's no way I had time to spend it all to buy more inventory. And I was like, wow, this has never been, I'm, this is never, I've always skimmed the treetops my whole life when I was through college and our early marriage. And this is something totally new to me. So I kept looking for ways to grow it and outsource and then that got really i do a lot of arbitrage still but you know as uh kind of what i always tell people is it's always good to be diversified so you know we we talk a lot uh, about outsourcing and you know using arbitrage as a good starting point and moving forward so yeah and multiple um, multiple income streams which exactly. i know you've got rocking you know that's one of the things that i see in common with a lot of the up-and-coming stars in our community is they, they get really good at something, but then kind of like you've done, you've kind of taken a seat at the front of the class in regards to creating really creative retail arbitrage content. And just to, to reiterate a point I already made, you've kind of taken the lead role in our community. You're 
daily, active, creating content, sharing stories, surrounding yourself with other people who are succeeding using your strategies. So we've partnered up. We said, hey, man, let's do this. Kind of starting unofficially with CES here, like we said very recently, you just did a phenomenal job. So that's yet another income stream because one of my favorite things to see happen in our community is when someone comes from like nowhere, like, you know, the Brett Bartlett story, $400 in the bank, man. And suddenly this stuff starts working. It starts clicking and we're saying, hey, tell your story, share your story. That inspires people. That gives you a new platform. People are listening to you. We can create content together and we can sell that content. You know, people pay a few dollars and they're being educated with ideas that are worth thousands of dollars a month in their pocket. They're willing to pay for that. So that's more income streams for you. Our team grows, our credibility grows. I mean, that, that's been the growth formula around here for a very long time. And you're kind of like the, the latest addition to this unbeatable team, yeah. really creative people that kind of came from nowhere for the yeah. most part. I mean, that's who our team is. It's people who life had beat them up. They, had, they faced some challenges, they overcame them. Uh, and the reason I love that type of person is because it kind of destroys excuses. You know, I, I look at, uh, I don't know why this just popped in my head, Danny, but I know you're a Christian and I am as well. Many listeners are. Those of you who aren't, you'll still appreciate this analogy. But when Jesus was picking the handful of people that he would use to, to change the world, he looked for the kind of the losers, the people who had like dead end. It, it, and I think the reason that is because it's such a better story to tell. You know, you get a guy who's got a four-year degree from, from an Ivy League university. Well, they're expected to do something. Yeah. The guys that have been like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I pulled up to the gas pump and realized I had no way to buy gas. You know, that was my life for six months. Now, that's a powerful story because it destroys everybody's excuses. It's like, okay, well, if that guy can take himself from that situation. So I love promoting leaders who kind of came from nowhere and being a part of seeing them rise up and teaming up with them. So yeah, just honored by the partnership and the the relationship that we've got building with you. The the teams are kind of combining together and you know, one thing I noticed about my business is I stopped having time a long time ago to retail an, ar- an online arbitrage. I can't pull myself away from it. Yeah. I was shared just a couple of weeks ago. Like when I go to Walmart and pick up a couple of things, I can't help it. I go to the clearance aisle and scan and I go through the new the home goods and I see what's new, what's happening, if anything triggers an idea, right? Are you the same way still? Like, like Oh, absolutely. Yes. Fill me in. So I still do arbitrage as much as I can and do that so I can keep my edge and still... and educate people about it. But man, it's like, uh, well, when you ask most people about arbitrage, I do retail arbitrage heavily. It's the thrill of the hunt, you know, that treasure you could find. Just to give you an example, I was um, uh, just early this week, I was in Michigan. I went up there, uh, took my parents up there with me and we, we decided a short little mini vacation. And they have this little downtown shop area. There's a variety store. It was a five and 10 variety store. And they had this little section of Legos and I just just scanned them and uh, took a look at them, and they were there were 170 dollars worth of Legos for 600 dollars profit, and it was just incredible. I mean, it's just it seems like everywhere I go, it just falls in my lap, and it'll seem that that happens to you a lot as you get better and better at arbitrage. It just seems to fall right into your lap. You almost don't even have to try. It just yeah. opportunity is everywhere. You know, I, I like you, you stated earlier, as long as there's two retailers out there with different prices mm-hmm. and the, the way I kind of think of it is as long as we have free markets of any kind, yes. because 
manufacturers make stuff and then ship it all over the country and they ship too much of it to some places and not enough to other places. And that's right. We're the ones that balance that out using online platforms such as Amazon. But you mentioned there's several other platforms. I mean, even anybody can use Facebook marketplace. It's completely Mm -hmm. free. I believe it's global now. You could flip stuff there. It's incredible. There's people flipping stuff. If you're willing to drive into the rougher part of town and, and buy stuff, you can get, find great prices and bring it onto Facebook Marketplace in the nicer part of town. You know, it's like exactly. opportunity is everywhere. No excuses. No, no not excuses at all. whatsoever. So yeah, I'm very excited. Hey, you've got a book I don't want to forget to mention too. It just came out. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about that. Fill me and I'm learning as you tell me because I didn't realize you were working on one until I saw it pop up. Like, dude, that's cool. Yeah. I, need, I believe everyone's got a good book in them. And I'm, I'm glad to see you come out with one. Tell us a little bit about your book, why you wrote it and what's in it. Well, I'm always a guy who thinks outside the box. I never did. I always went against the grain. Uh, I never finished college. I uh, always uh, did things, even in contracting, I did, did things differently than what contractors would tell you to. I would always do arbitrage differently. And I always did investing and financial stuff differently as well. I spent thousands of hours. I was really interested in finances and investing. And so I stumbled across an opportunity that um, basically is this. Imagine you could take $10,000, put it in a savings account. You could take all $10,000 out and you could still earn 5.5% interest on that $10,000 and take that $10,000 and spend it on inventory for Amazon. And so you got a two double-edged sword. You're earning interest on your money at, at, at least five and a half percent. And then you have all this money. You don't have to worry about paying some credit card off or the cash flows. You can be patient, buy good inventory, sell it over a 60, 90 day period and uh, pay yourself back that 10,000 over any amount of time. So that's basically in a nutshell. So it's, you know, that's why we call it how to be an Amazon legend and fire your banker. So by the, this time next year, I will never have to use a bank again because of this uh, uh, investment strategy. That's, so. That is brilliant. And somebody like, never use a bank. What are you talking about? You know, money sitting in a bank is money that's stagnant. It's actually yes. with the interest rates you get now on a bank account. I mean, you might as well have it under your mattress. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who needs a bank, man? It's just for the convenience of being able to write checks, basically, is the only thing I can think of at this mm-hmm. point. For the most part, banks offer very little um, besides yeah. you don't have to worry about someone breaking your house and stealing your stack of cash. But if you got it out there working for you in inventory, that's right. And, it, and like you can fumble your way through this and earn 5%. I mean, like you, can. you really need, like, I'm pretty sure, and maybe this will be a challenge I throw down here for the, for the re- remainder of this podcast episode is give me the skills to go out and get 5% minimum mm-hmm. on my money. I mean, like that's pretty basic stuff. We've kind of already done it, I would argue. Yes. Uh, but if somebody, rather than having your money sitting in a bank account, and, and we're not saying, you know, the one thing I would hesitate is like, don't go grab $10,000 worth of inventory tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Step into this slowly, you know, if you, if 25 bucks. If, it, if whatever's a lot of money to you, spend a lot less than that and go try this out, right? Um, but yeah, I love the concept of, hey, fire your banker. Fire <laughs> your banker and uh, let Amazon inventory be your bank. That's pretty cool, cool. stuff. But yeah, so so let's equip some folks. Maybe let's give them some specific yeah. strategies and you know some of the things that we're teaching in the provenq4plan.com group. And by the way, um, you can go to the show notes, listener, while Danny's gathering his thoughts. Go to the show notes today. You'll see links to everything we're talking about. We'll stick a link to Danny's book, which he hasn't given us 
the exact title yet. I want to make sure we hit that nice and clear for you guys. So you can go find that. Make sure you leave a review when you do that. It's on Amazon. Just look up Danny Stock. But I just want to make sure if you go to silentgym.com slash podcast, that's where you can get links to everything. So you don't have to remember anything we're saying right now when it comes to links to the books or to the Proven Q4 Plan group. Um, but I'll spell Proven Q4 Plan for you that real quick. It's proven, the word proven, then the letter Q, then the number four, the single digit four, and then the word plan, provenq4plan.com. And if it's not full yet, as you're listening to this, which we'll make that very clear on the website if it is full, because we're only going to serve as many people as we can serve, um, then jump in with us and make this fourth quarter, the final three months of the year, a brilliant blast-off point for your business. But Danny, okay, so help me justify not using banks anymore. You know, Give me some retail arbitrage tips. What would you do if I'm green and I don't know what I'm doing? Or, or maybe I've been doing it a while and I'm a little frustrated. Help mm-hmm. me out. So a lot of uh, the frustration that happens out there are sellers that complain about uh, and run into the issue of brand or category restrictions. So the easiest way to get started in arbitrage is basically take your seller app and pull it out and type in, just go to Walmart and type in a brand like Mainstays or uh, Great Value. Their private label store brands sell really well on Amazon. That's a great way to start. The items are never restricted. A lot of them categorize, uh, fall under the category of small light. So you can sell a lot of those products that way. And it's almost like having a wholesaler where you can buy just two or three at a time because Amazon, I mean, Walmart is selling those products at uh, almost next to nothing as far as profit to you. Almost uh, what you could get the product for yourself wholesale, a lot of those products are selling to you at what it would cost you anyway. So you can look at Walmart as like your personal wholesale shop where you could go in and grab products. And I say this with uh, backed up with facts because I have, I do have inside information on Walmart because I have friends who managers there that most of the name brand stuff, they literally make pennies on it. That's their markup. So you can buy almost anything that has a name brand or a non-name brand and you can sell it uh, knowing that you're probably getting the best price and just type the name of that product in. Uh, don't necessarily scan it, but type the product name and whether it's a, a, a Werther's Originals uh, candy. Uh, you can just type that in. You will find all available listings and just identify the ones that you can sell on profitably. So always think about how the buyer looks for products and not necessarily how we as sellers would look for products by scanning barcodes. Type in what a buyer would. Put the buyer shades on and type in those keywords and identify those products you can sell on profitably. And instead of maybe finding one product that you can sell on, you could find dozens of products. That's happened to me several times. So you can take one seed product, one Werther's original candies bag, and you may find 10 different, 12 different listings um, that you can possibly sell on with that one product. So that's a, would be a great way to start store private labels. Uh, a lot of uh, grocery is not a gated category, you know, grocery items, most of that stuff's being sold to you at or near cost. I know <laughs> uh, big brands are, are like that. And, uh, you can do quite well on those products. And always send in, as Jim always talks about, inch deep, mile wide, just send in a handful of each item and spread it out as wide as you can. Ideally, in a perfect world, you could buy one of every toy in the top 100,000 toys. And theoretically, you would sell all of them in a week's time period and turn your money over in just that one or two weeks. 
always tell people, you know, spread yourself out really wide unless you're very, very certain about a product. And then and only then would you buy or go deep on a product. So that would be the best advice I can give you. Don't just scan the barcode. That's what everyone else is doing. Think about what what would the buyer search to find that product. I know that's uh, Brett talked about that a lot. He holds up a product to his guys. What would someone type in to find this product? And that's the way you want to think. And fill those gaps, those voids uh, with your offering. You can source those products. Someone's sourcing those products cheaply enough to make a profit on them if Amazon's on the listing. And you can too. You just have to search a little bit and uh, you'll find those products. And oftentimes they're right there in your backyard at Walmarts, your Targets, your Kroger's and stores like that. Yeah. And something I don't think people realize, and, and you probably know more about this topic than I do, but I've just noticed this by observing, like even the Walmarts in my area. And that, and I don't want to leave people the impression that retail arbitrage means going to Walmart. There's yeah. opportunity at every retailer, but we're just talking about Walmart right now because that's a name most people are going to recognize. But every Walmart's different. Different product selection, different timing on there. You know, managers at Walmart's really have a lot of leeway. What inventory they're going to carry, what brands they're going to carry, what goes into the clearance aisle, how long it sits there, whether they'll give you a price break or not if you buy a bunch of stuff. There's some Walmart's I've gone to, and they're like, no, we never give price breaks on anything. The price is the price. And other ones I go to, they're like, yeah, name your price. We're wanting to clear this whole aisle out. It's not like in some brands you'll find it, some Walmart's and others you won't. So it really is. I mean, you could make, and I would argue that we've already completed our mission of giving people everything they need. You know, there's some great apps out there. There's great tools. There's great ways to mature and grow your business over time. But if all you do is by yourself, spend a few hours a week and go to your local Walmarts, follow the instructions we've just given you, you're getting a 5% easily, probably more like 10 or 20% return on your money once you get good at it. Just buying a handful of different items from Walmart. And, you know, just to be clear, even with a whole bunch of people out there doing this, there's still opportunity. The inventory is turning over and changing at Walmart constantly. Yes. Constantly. It's a completely different store every two or three months. So it's not like, you know, oh, it's, it's tapped out. There's nothing, you know, there's no opportunity there. Give it a week. It's a new store. You walk in and the aisles have completely changed. The inventory is completely turned over. So yeah, it's an ongoing opportunity. Does that trigger any thoughts for you as well? Anything that I've said there? Any more tips for folks? A lot of people ask me, well, I have this X amount of dollars sitting here not doing anything. If it's just sitting there in a savings account or not doing any work for you, you can easily, and nothing's no risk, but this is virtually no risk in a lot of ways. You can buy products and make that money work for you, earn 5 10% on it, no problem. And you know, if a buy goes really, really south, you can always recall the items and sell it a different way. You can sell it uh, locally. There's almost no risk. I rarely lost money on any product. It's uh, the worst case scenario for me. It's usually just break even on it. I had to recall it, sell it at a garage sale. And even then at the prices we get them at, you can make almost all your money back. So it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know of any other business where you could potentially start and by month two or three, you're profitable already. Most businesses, traditional businesses, you cannot do that. It'd take years. It's such low risk. It's such low risk. And one of the questions I asked you as we were beginning to partner together, just to make sure our philosophies lined up, that's always important when it comes to how you build a sustainable long-term business. And, you know, we have these six and seven figure earners in our community doing just retail arbitrage, but I tell them all the same thing. 
this is foundational. Don't stay here. I'd be a little nervous if all my eggs are in the Amazon retail arbitrage or online arbitrage basket, and that's all you've got going on. You need to get your own brands eventually. And we've got some great success stories along those lines too. As you see these, you know, what, maybe I can just give a little tip. You know, you mentioned some of these popular Amazon brands that are doing well. Mm-hmm. You determine, is it the brand name that's making this product do well? Or is it the product, the description of the product that's making it do well? Is that the hot keyword? And we teach you how to do it. We're not going to dive into that direction too deep, but it's not complicated stuff. If you determine that it's the, and this is what happened with Brett and I with laser tag, right? It wasn't the name brand of the laser tag guns that we bought out of a warehouse. That was the big story. It was the phrase laser tag. That's what people were searching for. So we said, hey, let's get our own laser tag gun. And this is about the time when Brett and I started working together. And I can't take credit for that story. I say we, it's our company now, but man, that was a smart call because we've sold eight figures of that now. That's right. Because we recognized, well, that's not a name brand. Laser tag isn't a name brand. Now, Nerf is a name brand, right? But not the term laser tag. So that's the difference. If it's the type of item that's the hot search phrase, man, you could be onto something and you could. And we're looking at a product right now that we're trying to track down a manufacturer for where we know for a fact it's not the name brand. Nobody types that in. But the product, man, it's hot. And people are using that description It's like, hey, let's get in the game and get our own product. So you move from retail arbitrage, you discover these hot keyword phrases. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you're getting into private label, having your own products, or maybe maybe, wholesale is a little easier for some folks to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that is your launching point to do some really cool things. And you can quickly expand off of Amazon too. That's when you start talking about multiple income streams, right? So what else you got for us, Danny? I was going to say that... uh brought some to mind, something to mind. Uh, I, although I do a lot of arbitrage, we do private label wholesale as well and everything in between, even exclusive deals with places. So don't feel like your place is always going to be in arbitrage. I'm just an average guy. I didn't finish college. Nothing special, really. Just knowing that uh, you need to be diversified and have a willingness to do that and just take one small aspect of your business and maybe outsource that one piece, whether it's just repricing your products, start with something very simple and build up to hiring maybe that first VA. And like Jim said that uh, if you've ever created a listing and sold it and it sold, you're as many of the leaders and coaches and Jim's team, you're like a tiny, tiny step away from private label. And if you could sell that product after you create a listing, you could have done that with a private label product. Every keyword term that doesn't include a brand name is a potential keyword term you could fill with your own product. So it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's amazing the opportunity we're in living in the golden age of e-commerce. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And it, it's not, you don't just have to believe Danny and I jump into, you know, we've got a free Facebook group at my silent team. We're about Sorry. to pass 50,000 members and, and we're doing all kinds of exciting stuff with the Proven Amazon course right now, adding in new content, including some great stuff from Danny and his team for retail arbitrage. But there are literally thousands of people that are succeeding with this stuff. I think we're spoiled. Now, maybe you aren't as spoiled as I am, Danny. You haven't been around. But for me, this is just normal now. This is my normal. I've been doing this full-time almost 16 years. So I'm just used to complete flexibility of schedule and, and being able to go out and basically generate funds whenever I need them using any number of great strategies. But for a lot of people, it's a really big deal 
to start to realize, you mean I don't have to get up super early every day and go to a job I don't like and try to carve out a little bit of time for what I want to do with my life and the time I have left. Like I could really do something. Yeah, there's thousands of us doing just that. Now it is work, does take commitment. And I'm sure you worked your tail off, Danny, getting to the point that you're at. Uh, You've got to have a solid work ethic to make this stuff happen. But yeah, it's the best time in human history to be an entrepreneur without question, without question. So man, it's great having you on the show, buddy. And I I have a feeling we're going to have you on a lot more in the future. Uh, But you know, any other tips, any other advice you want to give and and, uh, share with us? And I also want to make sure we get the title of your book out there one more time too, so people can go grab that. We'll stick it in the show notes, of course, but just let's uh, bring this plane in for landing, but let's leave people with some good stuff as we close it down. Yeah, just remember that if you if you ever find yourself saying there, my gosh, is this it? There's almost always, the answer is almost always no. Uh, it's There's a better solution, a better option, a better strategy that exists outside of what you're currently doing almost every time. Uh, all you have to do is use your phone for good. Use it as a tool. You're one step away from finding that little golden nugget. I, I use my phone instead of playing games. I would use it to find mine for information. All the information used to be controlled by a few people before the internet. And a few people had control of that information, didn't give it away. You're living in a time where all the information is readily available for you. You don't have to sit there and suffer at your job or whatever it is that you're struggling with in life. You, there's always a better way. And <laughs> I'm sure if you're watching this and this is the first time you've seen this, you've made an incredible first step. Yeah. It, beautiful way to close out. Encourage folks. I mean, coming from a guy who, you know, just a very short time ago was in a pretty desperate financial situation. And now you're able to do some pretty incredible things and just loved your story, Danny. So tell us about your book again, remind us where they can grab it. The title. It's uh, called how to be an Amazon legend and fire your banker. And you can just type in Danny stock on Amazon and you'll see it. You're the only one, the only Danny stock so far on Amazon. There <laughs> That's you go, right. Man. Good work. So encourage folks to go grab a copy of that and look for Danny in our community, his content coming to the Proven Amazon course. And in early 2019, we're going to have some pretty cool stuff for you that we got up our sleeve. So you're going to be seeing a lot more of Danny and his team around here as we're kind of officially joining organizations and, and bringing you guys some really cool stuff. So, well, hey, thanks, Danny. And hey, thank you for your service to your country, buddy. Sure appreciate it. Uh, you and those of you who served to defend our freedoms, man. Um, thank you for that. We didn't have time to get into that a whole lot. But you know, it, the, those of you who grabbed the videos from CES from our most recent big event, you shared some pretty cool stuff about that journey. And for those of you who want to get to know Danny a little better, that's going to be a good next step. Grab those videos, which should be available very soon and see Danny, uh, one of the best speakers at the event, man. We just we had some great content this year, but you really hit a home run for us. So appreciate that, man. Well, we'll have you back again real soon, sir. Thank you for your time. Thank your family for loaning you to us. And for the listeners out there listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio, we're going to sign off right here, but God bless you. We take your success very seriously. And I know Danny would say the same thing. Your success is how we measure our success as leaders in this industry, right? It's not how many courses we sell, how big our community is. It's success stories. So send us yours if you got one, because that makes our day every time, man. All right. Well, God bless you. We'll do this again real soon. Thank you, Mr. Danny Stock, for being our guest today. And Business Building Warriors, we'll be back soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.